Opinions Unqualified. Uh, welcome uh, this week's episode of Opinion Unqualified. 46, I think, Sammy. 46 it is. We're, um, yeah, we're getting there. It's, um, it's been a, a good, uh, good couple of weeks. We've had some fairly outstanding guests come through. Um, but I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm pretty happy the two of us are just going to rock and roll tonight and, and, and see what we can come up with. Yeah, it's good old times. Um, it'll be interesting to see what, what people think, uh, whether they like the um, just the old Sam and Nixie just every once in a while, just to, something different, I guess. Yeah, I think, I think so. If, if they, uh, they've been listening to us this long. Uh, thank you, guys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think you can put up with our voices for 45. Um, what I want to talk about just first is uh, uni life. And the reason I put uni life down is because last week you come and uh, did a couple of days' work with me, plus your uni um, and you've said, honestly, you can say that you're busy last week. So um, how casual is uni life? Um, uni life is very casual, but it's, I guess it's as casual as you make it or as, as, as busy as you make it. Um, I'm, in, I'm in a very lucky position, really, that I, um, I guess I probably don't have to work as much as, I, as other people would need to and, and yeah. whatnot. I'm, I'm pretty... Um, lucky that I'm still at home and whatnot. Um, so in that way, I could be, um, uni life would be a lot easier, I guess. Yeah. Um, while there's other people out there that need to work to pay rent and whatnot, which, um, which after my, my last week, I, I um, yeah, it's a, I commend them a lot more and have a lot more respect for those people because to do that for, um, an extended period of time would be um, pretty hectic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when I was a young buck and um, studying. So I moved to Perth originally to study, um, and um, I sort of it was quite difficult financially. So I don't come from a wealthy background. So I, I was working, um, and what I ended up doing is is quitting my study and working full time. Um, because my partner at the time was studying as well and just trying to get enough income to pay the rent, to get the food, uh, you know, to live, you know, a, a reasonably healthy life. Um, yeah. You know, I needed to work and the plan was always to go back and study, uh, but I just just never got back right. to it. Obviously done some other studying, but not back to what I was doing. So, um, you know, I, I guess I understand, you know, how hard it can be mm-hmm. um, so as we've spoken about before I think it's a, a real blessing that you're able to, to stay at home and study and, and work towards the goals that you want to work towards um, because I know for me um, you know working was the best option for me at the time yeah. Um, yeah. to work full-time and, and, and you know basically support my little situation yeah um, so yeah I commend those people that can study you know full-time and work and earn the money and you know pay their rent and you know obviously bills and so yeah, I, I think kudos to those people. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, keep that up for a long time is um, hectic. Yeah. So, talking about busy, um, have you got any tips um, for people that are that are busy? And, and we want to talk about the word busyness as well. So. Yeah. Well, tips wise, I um, I don't really have too many tips because I've actually I brought this um, up for discussion. Yes. Um, because I don't really have any tips and I had my first busy week, probably <laughs> proper busy week. Um, but I guess learning from, from that has probably just been um, super organised. Yeah, and those that know me um, and, and listen for I'm quite a busy individual. Uh, I've got a family, 
uh, I was working two jobs for, for a long time. Um, plus, when I was in my, my old job, it was, was a lot of hours and, and a lot, you had to be at a lot of different places um, throughout your week. So I think for me, uh, probably the number one tip um, is to be organized, but, but probably breaking it down a little bit, map, map out your day Mm. every single day so I, I work from a calendar pretty extensively I look at my calendar in the morning and I, I know what I've got on um, where I've got to be um, it's not as busy now that I've changed my, my role um, but before when I was going to different schools and running clinics and then having you know development sessions and then SPL sessions then you talk about games that are in there and then if you're coaching multiple teams you've got to be really organized so you need to understand where you need to be uh, when you need to be there so um, check your calendar, load your calendar up and, and make sure it's accessible to you wherever you go. Um, so that's your, that's your day. Make sure you plan out your weeks as well. So I generally have a, a month planner, a week planner uh, and a day planner. And yeah, then right. I'll have a big overall yearly planner uh, as well. Um, so obviously if it's an electronic format, as you put things in, you can break down your calendar into year, month, week or day. Yeah. Um, which I think, so everything that I do goes within that calendar and I can, I can track it. Do you, do you go electronic or, or um, paper? Electronic, yeah. Electronic, so everything yeah. goes into it. Now, if you're like using an Outlook system, you can have that on multiple devices as well. So say yeah. your computer broke down, you've still got it on your phone because yeah. uh, it's yeah. cloud-based. Um, so um, I highly recommend that. Um, another thing um, to do is, is prioritize. So you might have your day worked out, but prioritize to you what's the most important. Now that could be because you've got deadlines to meet or it could be because you uh, just enjoy it a lot more and, yeah. <laughs> and you, want, you know, you want, that's where you're gonna get your joy from the day. And I don't think people that are busy can undersell, uh, undersell the little wins you have during the day. So if mm. it's something you really enjoy doing or it's a big task, make sure you take a second to go, well, I, I achieved something there. Um, otherwise you can get in that, you know what it's like, that constant grind where it's just yeah. one job after the next and you know, there's, there's you know, it's, it's just a never-ending, well, I guess, barrage of yeah. work coming out. Yeah. So, um, enjoy the little little wins as well. I think that's a, a really good piece of advice. Yeah, the little wins are big time for sure, especially when when you are super busy. And it's interesting thinking about planning because obviously, um, with units, it's quite important to not so much. Well, I guess planning it is planning, but knowing you know like when the assignments are coming up, so you can be in a half decent position when that time comes yep. to be able to not just cram it up in a day or two. Um, but like I, I struggle just to just do like study time. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, I struggle with the fact of just being like, I'm going to sit down and study now. Like yep. it's more of a spontaneous, like, all right, I've got an hour and we're just going to do it. Yeah, and I think, I think if you've got time in your day, um, you can be a little bit more spontaneous. Whereas if you're working a full-time job, you have to study, you've mm. got to get to classes, you know you've only got that period That's, of time. Yeah. So you motiv- motivate yourself to get it done then. But if you've got a little bit of time, so say you've got three hours in your day that you're not doing anything, and you go, I'm going to study in this time. Then Usually you're late, waiting until the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like any assignment that's due. Like We all want to say we've done it like when we get it, but... You know, we're doing that the night before. Let's be real. No, I'm, I'm organised. Are you really? Yeah, because I know I know I can't sit down the night before and just smash out a whole assignment or a big chunk of assignment because people would feel the pressure of time. That's why people do it. Yeah. While I would just be like, no, nah, 
like I can't sit here for six hours looking at this screen yeah. doing this assignment like there would be no I'd just be like I screwed up I'm gonna have to pay the consequences for this <laughs> like yeah I just yeah I'd struggle yeah I think I think when it comes to something like study particularly the subjects that like you struggle with not so much struggle intellectually yeah. but you struggle with your own interest yeah in the, the content yeah. yeah yeah so you, you need to know it you know you need to know it but you think to yourself, well, I'm learning this because it's part of the curriculum. That's, yeah. I don't really care. So you leave them and you're like, oh, man. But you still got to pass. It is, yeah. Yeah. C's get degrees. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's just passing. That's, like, that's all you got to do. try and get these highest like, distinctions and, you know, these ridiculous marks. So at the end of the day, I don't think there's any university graduate that I've employed and I've asked to see their transcript of what they actually got. Yeah, and it would be very... I wonder if there's like a study out there of time spent on studying, like time spent on studying and all that kind of stuff to sort of that, to people's results. Yeah. You know, and because I, I wonder if there's, if there is a massive gap, it's like in that, that those hours difference, mm. was it worth it? You know, like how much more experiences in other stuff could you have had in that time yeah. to just pass instead of get a higher distinction or whatever yeah well i think i think a lot of it and i could be wrong but it translates to to post degree um qualification so if you want to get a doctorate or yeah. if you want to get into one of those courses yeah um, your grades come into to play so you, you want to be in the top percentage of your class or whatever to get into to do it um but if you if you're just going to university to get your degree to go to work then really and I, I'm, I'm certain now and again, I could be wrong. We're opinions unqualified, so yes. that's just the way we are. Um, but I'm certain that if you're in the workplace for a period of time and you're achieving there, I'm sure that if you got some sort of application together with with some you know solid evidence or referrals from like someone that's in, had done a doctorate, yeah, you'd get in. At, yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. You know, if you're succeeding in the industry, yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But again, we've, we've, I don't know if we've spoken about this on the show at all before, because you're studying teaching, I work in a school, and we've got a, we definitely agree on this, but teaching should be an apprenticeship, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 I've, um, everyone that asks me, I pretty much say that, that it should be some sort of work-based, um, in, yeah, instead yeah. of sitting in a um, classroom. Yeah, because yeah, I think cause you, obviously you go and you read the content. You need to know the curriculum. You yeah. do need to know that. Yeah. So like, there's got to be a portion of study there just to learn the, the curriculum. But the actual job itself is, is more than just you know um, getting that, that information out of your head into their head. It's about building relationships, managing student behavior, interacting with other teachers, working within teaching groups, yeah. depending on you know what you're teaching um, itself. Um, you know, it's time management, it's, you know, it's a lot of teaching is, you know, outside of the classroom as well with your planning and, you know. And, and stuff that can't really be taught at uni. Yeah. So when you go on a prac, I guess, you know, you get all this information coming at you a million miles an hour and that's only once or twice a year, depending on what year you're in. And then, you know, the rest of the time you're in a classroom just sitting there learning how to be a student. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is quite funny. Like I, I do say, um, we go to uni to study to be teachers, but then the the lecturers or whatnot are teaching us 
how to teach the kids, but are teaching us in a way they're telling us not to teach the kids. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, because they don't they don't like they don't say talk at. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, which is, which is really um, funny, you know, and it's a bit condescending. I think if that's a word, I don't know. Yeah, and I understand that adults do learn differently. To, to kids but everyone learns differently anyway so there's the different modes of learning you know some are doers some are listeners exactly some are, you know some might need to read it and I, I don't think if we i don't think when you actually look at it we learn that much different from children mm. i think more it's like the older you get the more you, you understand you know like i have to sit here because if i want to do this i need to be able to do that yeah, yeah. you know while like eight-year-old kid's going to be going, I just want to play around, you know? Yeah, I think mean, longer it spans of concentration because you're there for a reason because yeah. you've got an outcome. Mm. Whereas a kid goes to school because mum and dad say, yeah. you've got to go to school. Exactly. Yeah. And then obviously there's, you know, there's um, um, different individual kids that just love school. Yeah. Um, but, but kids go because they're told to, I guess. Whereas exactly. you go because you choose to be there and you want to work in that line. Yeah. So. That's the line. Um, so talking about being busy, um, and before we talk about the word busy, yeah, yeah, we, we, we want to talk about that. Um, the the hardest thing I find with managing and organising my day is managing the short turnarounds. So you've mm. got a perfect example of this on a Monday. Yeah. So t- so today I um because we record this on Monday I um I finish uni at three, and then uh, I got a coach at three forty five. So 45 minutes, so probably a five-minute drive from from um, where I need to be. Um, but it's just a bit of that awkward time that you, you can't really um, go there early and then you're just sitting around on your phone or whatever, which I don't really like to do. Yep. Um, but you can't really get anything major done yep. in that time, so it's um, a bit of a struggle. I think, I think if you're like a, a busy person particularly like a corporate type person, mm. um, great time to get your emails in. Yeah, emails um, and stuff like you that. Get in and read and look and prioritise what's important and what's not important. Um, but if you're like, if you don't have life like that, it's like 40 minutes that you're just sitting around and not doing anything. And like you think, you know, I could go get a coffee, uh, but it's 3 p.m. That's yeah, it's yeah. Not something I'm really going to do. Plus it's $6 for a coffee or whatever it is. And, you know, I could go get a you know, a beer, but no, I'm coaching kids. I can't really rock up with beer in my breath. Well, we, 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 me and my, uh, the guys that I was with, I was actually like, oh, you want to go to the tab for 20 minutes? <laughs> like, like, but then, you know, even then I was closer to where I'd park. So that means I'd have to walk to the tab and then, it's, yeah, it would have just been like, get a drink, down down one drink, yep. talk for five minutes and then be like, all right, I've got to go now. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. not, yeah. It's it's a tough one. So I, today I just went and got sushi and then yeah. ate that, and then I was there. Yeah. So I'd I'd love to get some advice from our listeners as well. So say you've got a forty mile five minute block, you've got to be somewhere in five minutes. Um, you know, if you go home, you're getting home and then turning around and yeah. leaving straight away. So there's there's no reason that like you, there's, that's not really logical. What would you do if you had forty minutes to burn? Um, you know, in between jobs. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's, it's a good one. And I've just been thinking now, as I, um, cause I, I, I do have some books I'm reading, and now that uni's back on and, and I'm a lot busier, I find that I'm not reading as much as I was before when uni wasn't on. I was finding a lot of time. Um, but 
I just don't think to bring my book with me every time. Yeah. Which I probably is probably something that I could do. Just chuck it in my bag or whatever. Yeah, and just have it. Have it yeah. Because I'd, I'd love just to sit down. If I had 40 minutes, playing guitar would be the best thing in the world. Bring, but yeah. You can't really carry a guitar around. Ukulele. Get a ukulele. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm actually considering getting a ukulele because I, I think it'd be fun to be able to Start a little play. band. We can start a little uh, double. Yeah. Double U. <laughs> right, so the word busyness. Yeah, how do you spell it? Well, I was... Because when you, you bought the piece of paper in or, or your phone and you, I was reading it and you've, you've spelled it like business and yeah. I'm like, no, nah, that's not right. I actually think it's B-U-S-Y and yeah. B-U-S-Y, busyness. Yeah, see, I didn't, um, well, I, I did that and I don't think it, um, it didn't, you know, you can see the words yeah. come up. It didn't come up. So let's do an on air thing. Have you got your phone? Yeah. Let's Google how do you spell busyness. Alright. Busyness. Because yeah. I, I think it's, it's got to have the Y in it. Otherwise, it's business. That's what I was thinking, but you know, isn't there something you got to drop the drop the Y or something? Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I do don't know. You spell business. Busyness, not business. So as we as we do that. Um, Sam, we made some big calls. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. about getting some uh, model picks done, and uh, we just want to apologise to our people because we haven't had a chance to go get them done at this point. Um, but that's definitely something we want to do, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it would be um, a bit of fun to to, get, to do that. I think. <laughs> and, I th- and I think I don't know if we want to be the ones that take them, or would we go somewhere? For- we invest a little bit of money. It won't cost us too much, but we invest the money and get some. Surely, surely one of our listeners. We got any got any ph- photographers? We need a photographer to listen, and we'll give them. We'll shout them out on the pod, and we'll put it on socials, and and we'll um, we'll buy a lunch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and we'll buy some lunch. Yeah, I think that's cool. Surely. Yeah. So I think we'll do. I think we'll do that. Um, so if anyone's a photographer, um, hit us up. Uh, we need to get some uh, professional modelling shots done um, to prove that I think an average male can be a model. Because I, I honestly, genuinely believe that. Because I think in those calendars, um, there's plenty of average-looking dudes. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I've, I've, it's a why busyness. So B U S Y N E S. Yeah. Yes. Congrats. So I don't feel like I'm a complete idiot now. So I think that's that's a real positive. <laughs> yeah. So I think you should clap, Sam. Well, how long should I clap for? Well, that's that's actually <laughs> that's actually the question that you brought in today. How long do you clap for? And I'm going to add a little bit to that. When do you start clapping? I yeah. think that's probably because for me. Everyone's been in a situation where, you know, someone's performed something and then you start and you, and then they keep going oh, yeah, and, then, and yeah, you're like, oh man, I look like an idiot now. The awkward one, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. and do you think that the clap, depending on what, where you're at, so you, you've heard of a golf clap before. Yeah, yeah. Which is like a yeah, nice little quiet yeah. one. Yeah. But if you're like at a Pearl Jam concert, you're like, <laughs> yeah, Eddie! Yeah, feel sorry for yeah, feel sorry for the years. <laughs> but that was a, that was a loud clap. Um, yeah, so I think it depends on where you are, and it depends how outstanding the performance is. As and well. the, and the speed of the clap, 
is now another thing that I've just thought of. Yeah. So I, I guess, yeah. Do you clap faster when you're just trying to get it done, or do you clap faster when you're excited? Or because I'm thinking, like, if I've seen something awesome, like I'm slow clapping that. Like I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that was the business. I'm, I'm always a bit of a slower clapper. Yeah. I go for noise, noise, and and yeah. Yeah, I like it when you get a nice, like, firm, like, yeah, slap good, on the yeah, clap. Like, good clap. Crack, like a crack. Yeah. You, yeah, you need a good that. clap, you know? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. half ass in the clap. So, like, cracks. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think there's, when it comes to clapping, there's two people in this world. Mm-hmm. There's those that start the clap, and yeah. those that wait for someone to start the clap. Yeah, yeah. And then there's always that one guy that's got to get the last clap. Yeah, it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm the last clap guy, and other times I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, there's another like solid clapper in the in the room. Yeah. Like, and then like they clap, and then I'll be like, then I'll clap, and then they clap, and then I'm like, nah, I'm getting this. You get, this yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to. I think I'm a short clapper. You know. Yeah. Just get to the point. And fast. Clap. Well done. Or slow. No, you're slow. Slow. But short. Sh- slow but short. Well done. Yeah, I think it depends on where you're at. I'm usually a, a clap first sort of person. Because yeah, you, like, I want to make sure that they know, not necessarily from me, but like within the room, there's something that appreciates yeah, what... Straight away, that's not like a... Yeah, I'm oh, not waiting we've for started clap. a clap because someone else started. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like, good job. Well done. Yeah, no, I tend to... I don't want to be the first person to stop clapping generally, but I don't want to be the last person all the time. I only want to be in that mood, but I want to be the last the, person. Yeah. In general, I, I'm quite happy to, you know, as long as I'm not first to stop. Yeah, you're not first to stop, you're all right then. Yeah, yeah, because I think being first to stop is, well, I don't know, maybe I'm just I'm overthinking this now that we're talking gender, about. Gender, gender, nor- uh, not gender, it's societal norms yeah. <laughs> are uh, getting to you. Yeah, I am, um, like again, when you see a kid perform, like what's say one of your kids perform? Yeah. That's a pretty exciting clap, because they've done something and you're like, man, that's pretty cool, like I'm so proud. Might whistle at that. Might, might really? stick the fingers and... Can you do the finger whistle? Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, I can't... I can whistle. But I, I oh, can't do can't. the in-mouth, fingers-in-mouth whistle. Yeah, right. I, my mum can do it. Mm. And I just... I cannot do it. She's the same, something about rolling your tongue. She's the worst yeah. teacher in the world, obviously. So. I am... Um, I, I think that's when I was in my teens. I, I, I was try, tried it a lot and a lot and a lot. Um, and I think there was one point in time... I, like, I could never do it. And I think I was I was um, carrying something in my hand or something, and I had to I had to try and um, get someone's attention. Yeah, yeah. and um, I just did it, and it worked. And ever since then, it's um, clicked. I love it. Mm. But I want to do it without. I want it like those people that can whistle like that without the fingers in their mouth. Why about like really loud? Yeah, like, like yeah, you okay, know, yeah, okay. yeah, like that would be boss. Yeah, dudes that work on farms. Yeah, be able just, to do that. They can just like. Yeah, that's sick. Piercing. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, no, I love that. But that's all right. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I can't put the fingers in my mouth and do it. I can whistle with a leaf. Oh, I like the, the... Yeah, tighten it up. Yeah. And down on it. Yeah, right. I used to do that because when I was young, we used to walk to school. Mm. And we're a few k's away from the school, so it was a fairly long walk. So in the morning as I was going to school, I'd grab a leaf off the tree and work on it and blow it and then on the way back I'd grab one and do the same thing just to try and get it and then once I got it down I was like easy what do I do now go vandalize things <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> couple of k's to walk. Yeah, what, am I, what else am I going to do? Yeah, usually stop off at a mate's place and you know hang around and, and then then take off. But yeah, so yeah, whistling's uh, whistling's an interesting one. I think I, I admire those people that can finger whistle. I think that's cool. I think you can do it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll just we'll do a video of me trying to learn. <laughs> Maybe yeah. That that would actually be quite funny because people would laugh at me. Yeah, we can suss that out. Yeah, I think I think we give that a go. Do you know who is funny? Who's funny? Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he he's um he is a character that's for sure. Um, you would have been way too young when his first show came out. So mm. his first show came out in the nineties, and um. Can't remember, I can't remember what channel it was. It wasn't ABC or SBS. Maybe SBS. I think yeah. it was on SBS after South Park or before right, South Park right. or something. So, you know, Monday night, come home. You knew you had the Chappelle show and you knew you had South Park. And that was like the best night <laughs> of the week. Because then you'd go to school the next day. And, you know, because you, I think like South Park at the start of South Park yeah. was like life-changing, particularly for, for teenage kids that started watching it. Like they swore... You just, and this is after watching Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and, you know, but he's just come out and done it in a way that's like, man, can you actually do that on television? Because that was skit based as well. So you have these skits um, and you're just like, man, that's, that's pushing limits, eh? Yeah, I I brought it up because um, Netflix actually has the Chappelle show on at the moment, which at first I was, at first I was surprised that it was on just from my faint memories of of it yeah um and then now i've watched a couple episodes being a bit older and knowing what's happening yeah and i'm like wow like this is there was one just before i came here and like i probably can't even say it on here like it's well, that you can bad. because we're talking about content so. but it's like it was terrible oh really <laughs> no like it was I don't, I don't i don't know whether it's funny but it was like if that was like all the, you know how there's so many programs and stuff getting censored yeah like yeah. removed and stuff. I don't know how he's found his way onto Netflix now. but do you know what's quite funny like today I put on Fantasia mm. for my kids yeah and at the start of Fantasia there's like I can't remember exactly what it said and I'll have to look back and read it but it's saying this film um uh, has parts in it that are like racially societal um, negative, like yeah. and we didn't realise at the time when it was made. Rather than removing those bits, we're going to make you aware that there are portions of this particular right. film that people may get offended by. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I didn't know really sort of how to how to take it, and I think that's probably one thing with society at the moment is. You know, you want to do the right things. I think genuinely most people want to do the right things. Yeah. Because of the education we've had out during our life and, you know, I, I guess there wasn't a major focus on, you know, other people's feelings. Yeah, without yeah. Without being, you know, with, with sounding sort of, I couldn't find a better term. Um, 
I don't know how I feel about that. Like, obviously, I think it's really good that they've put a warning there. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about them not taking the warning out or, you know, allowing people to watch it or... Yeah. And this is a kid's cartoon, man. This is fantastic. This is like just orchestral and cartoons. And I I haven't watched it in years. um, Yeah. But, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a... It's a tough one, I guess. Um, I guess you could say the good thing about it is that they've they've recognised it, and yeah. I guess it's a way of them saying that we do realise now. I guess you know that this is probably not. Um, there might be some parts that are probably not. Not appropriate. Um, yeah. yeah, but it was made, so I don't know. Because again, it's art as well. Like yeah. a film is an art form. Mm. So. Is it the same as like a painting? So you can you can have say pictures of women giving birth. Like that's art. People will do that. They enter in competitions, like you know, and that's art and it's beautiful and mm. you know it's it's amazing. But some people are offended by that. Should you know because they're they're not they're just like well if you don't want to watch it if you don't want to look at it you don't just don't look yeah. at it don't this is what it is yeah and I think that's what the warning at the front is like this right. is what it is. If you want to watch it, fantastic. If you don't, don't. want to watch it, we've told you sort of yeah. there's maybe portions in this that you. So I guess you know it's yeah. It's like what R-rated movies. Some people don't like That's, them. Yeah. Um, so you don't watch them. You see R or a horror movie like to classify it as horror. You know, I don't yeah, like these things. Don't. So, yeah. You know, I'm it's not probably it, so. probably a fair thing to do. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. But I guess the Chappelle show going back to, to that. Point, yeah. Um, I don't know. Was there a warning at the front? No, nah, nah, <laughs> no. It's just warning. like you click on Netflix, Netflix. and it's like bang. Show, Very catchy stuff. Yeah, actually, know, yeah. The dude on the guitar, eh, sitting there. Yeah, Chappelle Show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I thought that. Show, and again, at the time, like I was when it first came out, I was a teenager. Mm. So for me, it was like hilarious. Um, but not really, no. But I, again, I'm gonna. I probably will watch it back now, um, yeah. Just to see how I feel about some of those being yeah. a little bit more educated. Yeah. Uh, those those skits. Yeah, you have to. Uh, <laughs> this one part, I'll tell you after. <laughs> so we're on the air, and you're like, yeah. I can't tell anyone. <laughs> watch it, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I um, I actually went and saw Dave Chappelle live. It must have been about five years ago. So uh-huh. he went into this like Matt. So he had the show. Mm. Um, and then went on like this massive hiatus, like 20 years, yeah. like didn't do anything like at all. And apparently he lived in South Africa for a bit and, you know, and then he, then he came back and yeah, right. didn't really discuss his, his show at all, but his show live was fairly different. Like it wasn't, yeah. but it was funny. Like he was, he was hilarious. Just the way he structured his jokes and the way he delivered them. Was was this next level? It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. What well, he, he's um he's living in like a small town now. Yeah, yeah. And he does shows, I think, like in his backyard or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really um, it's, it's really interesting to see, you know, those because he was a superstar. Like mm. back then, he was like, and I think they offered. He said they offered him like this ridiculous amount of money to do five more seasons or something. And yeah. Like, nah, just nah. No, I've had enough. I just yeah. don't want it anymore. Um, you know, I guess fame can can get to you. Definitely. Um, 
Oh, I couldn't imagine. Like you talk about those people. Like, I couldn't imagine walking down the, the street and just people just mobbing you. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it's a whole different world, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm watching a documentary on Amazon Prime at the moment. It's called mm. The Test: A New Era of Australian Cricket. Yeah, I've and, seen that, but I'm not going to watch it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Oh, really? You know, and everyone knows that's listen to the show. I'm not the hugest cricket yeah. fan, but you get such an insight to the inner sanctum of Australian cricket and the decisions they're making. And it was after the ball tampering situation. Yeah, right. So very, very cool. I recommend if you love sport, mm. it's really worth watching because there's a lot of mental in yeah. there as well. Um, but the one thing I'm relating to is in uh, the Australian cricket team, particularly. Um, Steve Smith yeah. um, and David Warner, who were the ones that yeah, were, done. Like they were leaving a test in Edgebaston from the Ashes, and there's people like meters away from them, just like swearing and calling them cheaters and singing songs at them. Um, in in yeah. India, like yeah. in India, the way that they're swarmed, like I just could not imagine living a life. Like I think there's a. I can't remember who said it now. I, I think it might have been Justin Langer, uh, who's the coach. He's like, when you're in India, pretty much the only places where you're by yourself is in your hotel room mm. or in the change room. Yeah, yeah. Before you go out and play. Like, the rest of the time, you step out of your room, and it's like, there's times when people knock, random people knock on your door in the hotel. They find a way to get yeah. in just to get autographs and stuff. Well, that's, you can't, yeah, especially when you, you're traveling to different countries and stuff and you've got fame like that. You can't, have that sort of innocent exploration of a different culture and stuff like that because you're just going to be you can't bombarded. Escape it. Yeah, you just cannot escape it. And I guess Dave Chappelle was a little bit like he would have been the biggest star in America for a bit, mm, big time. So and I think you have enough. And then you move to another country for a few years. People tend to forget about you. Yeah, because um, I was I went to a friend's going away party on Saturday and um, Peter Bell was there. Yeah, right. I'm a massive, massive fan of Peter Bell. I thought he was fantastic. So, and I was thinking to myself when I was there, because yeah. no one went up to him, no one asked him for anything. It was just like, he was just one of us. Like, yeah. Well, I was thinking, if this was 15 years ago, so when he was playing footy, yeah. the amount of people that would have gone up to Come Peter up. Bell yeah. would have been insane. So I guess like there's a bit of joy in retirement. I, I guess like yeah, you miss the fight away. and you miss the, the battle and you probably miss a little bit of being, you know, the guy. Yeah. But there's some definite benefits. Enjoy that downtime, yeah. Well, you do see a lot of the guys that retire that just that do move away to country towns or whatever just to kind of be away from, have a little bit of peace and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think particularly in a town like Perth, like footy is the game. Yeah. Like if you're one of those AFL guys, I reckon life, like particularly the top, top ones like a Josh Kennedy or a Nat Fife. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew Gaff. Your life would be pretty, pretty Hectic, difficult. Yeah. I'd imagine. Um, Nixie, how would you like to make money posting photos? Oh, I'm, I'm talking about our model stuff here. Yeah. This is different modelling, but you know. Yeah. So, well, I think anyway, like, do my posting photos of me? Yeah, yourself. If that made money, I'd be shocked. But, you know, <laughs> if, if anyone, you know, if, if someone has a, a way to do that, then, like, yeah. I would do it for sure. Um, so, so uh, I don't know if you know, but OnlyFans, whether you've heard of it. Um, so, I definitely heard about this. I'm not 100% sure what it is, but mm. my understanding is that people subscribe to see your channel. Yeah, it's like a subscription-based platform where you can post photos or videos for your subscribers to, to view. So, I'm, I'm, I'm imagine 
this is just me thinking here, mm. that you can do anything on that. Like, so you could be the world's best video game player and you could have an OnlyMade game fans and people watch you play video games. But I think it's mainly for sexual reasons. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, you, you, you bang on there. Um, a lot of, recently, a, a couple um, celebrities have done it more for like a behind the scenes yep. kind of point of view, not so much the um, sexual side of things. Yeah, so if you say you're Robert Downey Jr. and they you want to see what he does during the day, yeah. like you see him have breakfast in the morning and he, yeah. you, know, you might see him go to his meeting for Ten, Avengers 57. Yeah, 10 bucks a month or whatever and you can you have access to that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, this uh, there was um, in the news, there was a, a, a mum at a school that was, was doing OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, and couple other parents in the school found out that she was she was doing that were they a couple of dads i don't know but yeah <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me um and it would be kind of funny but anyway they um i guess it got to the the principal or whatever and they they made the decision um that the kids had to get out of um the school pretty much they weren't allowed to yeah so i'm not sure if that's even legal yeah it's it's interesting yeah, because because, like, honestly, like, I could be a hitman, mm. and no one would know about it, and my kids could still go to the school. Exactly. And I'd, I'd think that killing people for a living would be, you know, worse than having a... Yet she's not even physically interacting with anyone. Uh, I mean, like, the, the people that are subscribing. Like, you can message on there. But it's not physically interacting, so it's not no, like yeah, you know, it's not you're touching anyone, face. it's nah. not face to face, it's, nah. you know, and people are choosing to pay, yeah. to, to view this. There's no, so you're saying that any person that subscribes to, say, a Pornhub, mm. like, no, but she's not subscribing, she's supplying the product, isn't she? But yeah. still, I think, I think the reasoning is still the same, like, yeah. that's her place of employment. Mm-hmm. So because she does that and she earns money, which helps her afford to put her kids in school, school. Yeah, she's getting well. Her kids. It's not even her. Like I'd imagine for her, she wouldn't even care if anyone sort of went, "Well, you're you're." Whatever. Yeah. But it's her kids that are suffering for the sins of the mum. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't sit well with me ever. I'll be honest, because it's not the kids' fault. So why are they getting? Yeah. Punished. Um, punished for it, and um, apparently, uh, lots of people have. Um, done very well on the the um site yeah made a lot of money from apparently she was on a hundred thousand dollars a month and obviously that would change because it's subscription based so you know one month might be better than the other but um if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month um and a school says that your kids have got to go somewhere else it's 1.2 million dollars um a year i don't think you get like you'd be You'd be annoyed at the fact that the school's doing that for their reason. Yeah. But I think when you're taking a hundred k a month, you'd just be like, oh, "All right, like, no, I won't go get a normal job that you know you want people to do and make yeah. seventy thousand dollars a year or something like that." If that, yeah. When I can, you know, be at home, probably have more time. Yeah. Spend more that. time with your kids. Yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just think what they do in their own time, their prop time, it's not like, like if she was soliciting the content to children, mm. 
then she's got to deal with the consequences yeah. of that, which is an illegal thing. If she yeah. was out there advertising the school newsletter, that that's yeah. what she does. And like, <laughs> but, yeah, the school has every right to be a bit annoyed with that. Different, um, yeah. But the kids shouldn't be suffering nah, for that nah. as well because that becomes a legal thing yeah. instead. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that doesn't doesn't really suit yeah. me, to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, the funny thing is obviously all this um, publicity um, about the, the thing... Um, and I guess a, a, a lot of a lot of people that were reading the news um, decided that they'll jump on the the site and um, subscribe for a month and check it out. Um, so she she reaped even more benefits of all that publicity. Yeah, wow! Yeah, so <laughs> from a hundred thousand a month, month to yeah, a day or whatever. Like. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I can imagine that. I don't actually watch the news, but. <laughs> Because I feel like it's what, yeah, I've said it before, it's yeah. just negative, negative news. Yeah. But that's good news for her, good on yeah. her. Well, she yeah. made hits on one, and now yeah. she can send the kids to, you know... The, the, whatever school she yeah, wants. Yeah, whichever one. She can probably fly them into space <laughs> um, and have them bored. Um, interesting, talking about 100,000. Mm. So you, you come last week, and we didn't get time to talk about it, but we calculated that to earn $100,000 a year, it's $274 a day. Yeah. So when you break that down, it doesn't sound like a lot. Nah. It's, uh, uh, breaking stuff down is a powerful thing. Mm. You know, no matter what you do, whether it's an assignment or um, maybe even like a goal for a sporting team, the more the more you break it down, um, the simpler, I guess, it seems. Yeah, I know, because with our, with our teams, we and again, it's part of being organised, but we always have sort of mini goals, and we break down a game, and we broke down a, a section of the season, and we break down the season, and then obviously get into playoffs, and then you work out what you need to do from there, but, you know, that's a really vague way of putting it, but it definitely yeah. helps, it definitely helps you achieve. If, yeah. So I think, like, if you say you wanted to earn $100,000, if you broke it down to that two seventy four a day, that's a really good way of you sort of being like, well... Do this. I could do this. I could do this. Yes, especially if you've got if you've got a product. Yeah. Maybe that you're selling or something. If you're selling a product for for a hundred dollars, you know, and, or I'm yeah, a hundred dollar profit. Things. You know, I've just got to sell three things today. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. This is an interesting way. I don't know. I guess I I, I definitely do see a hundred thousand dollars as um, a massive amount of money, um, but when you break it down. Yeah. To that, you're like, oh, like it's it's very achievable if you wanted to kind of thing. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. Hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of money. Um, you know, and that can change. I think that can change, particularly in a lump sum. Mm. But that can change someone's life. Big like, time. Because you can invest, you can organize the money the right way, you can or take off a big chunk of any mortgage you have. Or, yeah. You know, it's, it's a life-changing amount of money, which I think is probably the thing. You're not going to live on $100,000 forever, but or even for, for a long time, but if you had it in a chunk, yeah. it could change your life for sure. I big think. time, big time. Um, what I'm sort of going to move on to um, is squeegees. Right. Now, the reason that I'm moving on to this is because I think it'll be a fairly quick conversation, mm. but I, my wife... Yeah. Jacinta, we love her, um, has a squeegee in our shower. Yeah. Now, we have glass door shower, yeah. um, and it's quite a big glass door as well. And the expectation is that when I finish the shower, I've got to squeegee down the glass, <laughs> squeegee down the tiles, all right, and then it makes it easier 
you know, to keep the ring yeah. clean, those no mold, and I think yeah. the glass, you know, the less soap, grime, or whatever the, yeah. it's gets on it. And I'm just thinking, is that normal? Like, do you have a squeegee in your shower? Yeah, yeah I do. Um, I have the same expectations um, from my mother. Okay. Um, that I don't think I uphold very well. See, I do it every single time. Because I feel like if I don't, she'll find out. Because it'll be like smash, and then I'm going to get in trouble, and I don't want to really get in trouble. I like the obviously wear the pants. You know, this is one little thing she asked me to do that I'm, you know, I'm willing to do. Um, but you know, you get times you're like, what if I just didn't do it this month? You know, would would I? How much trouble would I get? Oh, lots. It's a calcium buildup, I think, isn't it? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I don't know, yeah. but I think, you know, I think. I'd be. I reckon more people um, would have a squeegee in their shower than uh, didn't. All right, so let's do a poll. Yeah, we'll poll Finish. it. We're going to poll it. It's the squeegee poll, mm-hmm. and see who has a squeegee and who doesn't. Obviously, it'll be. We won't reveal if you don't, because you're a grot. <laughs> but, <laughs> not that I ever had one before. Because <laughs> I just didn't know about it. Uh, maybe because I only ever had you know those. Curtain. Oh, yeah, the curtain. They're they're disgusting, by the way. They are. are. You know, I just never want to go to that again. Probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever done. I just think it's shower curtains. It's it's never, yeah. It's never good. And you go to a mate's, but particularly when you're at single mate's place, and they have, like, you stay there and they've got one of these curtains, and they never change the curtain. At the bottom of the curtains, oh. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Anyway, good way to finish the show, Sammy. Yeah, love that. Um, thank you for those that are listening uh, please keep sharing um, you know again we, we always put it out there anyone that wants to come on the show let us know because um, we love everyone's opinions yeah, um, different opinions yeah. different stuff different people absolutely and, that, and that's what we're about and exactly. I, think, um, I think we've done a good job at you know, bringing different opinions yeah, I think it. we have You know, I think we've, we've got a nice little uh, array of people that we've had in and hopefully um, that continues yeah um, hashtag opinions unqualified get on our, our socials and, and support and, and thanks sure